You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the show. It's just me today. I'm Faraz. We're running through quarterback and running back matchups for week nine. Highlighting good matchups, not so good matchups, and some streaming options at these positions to help you make some better decisions this week. Tomorrow's episode is going to be wide receivers and tight ends. Uh, as far as tonight's game, Titans and Steelers, I'm picking up Will Levis where I can. You know, kind of just the stash him in case he kills it. Uh, he looked really good on Sunday, right? So just in case he's actually a good quarterback, I want him on my roster because uh, there seems to be some upside here potentially. Uh, if you're in a league where you can just drop bench players right after they play, uh, you know, those are the formats where I would try this strategy. So he's my pickup for tonight. I know some are considering playing him, and I do actually have him as a mid-QB2 at QB18 overall this week, so I wouldn't blame you for throwing him in your lineup for some upside if you need it. Uh, I have DeAndre Hopkins as my wide receiver 22 on the week, so he's up considerably from where he was last week. Uh, you know, if you looked at my rankings last week, you're probably like, well, that, that didn't work out. Nope, was not expecting that at all. Uh, but he didn't practice on Wednesday because of an apparent toe injury, but Tom Pelissero did report that this morning. He reported this morning that he is expected to play. Uh, Pittsburgh has given up the six most fantasy points to perimeter wide receivers this year. They're top 10 in most receptions given up to wide receivers per game. Third most in receiving yards per game to wide receivers. So I, I think you should get him in your lineup with some potentially newfound talent at quarterback. Derrick Henry is most likely in your lineup. I have him at 13 this week. Pittsburgh has allowed the 10th most fantasy points to running backs this year, and they've also allowed 4.44 yards per carry to running backs, which is eighth most in the NFL. I'm definitely keeping an eye on Traylon Burks and Chico Conquo just to see if they have any relevance with a new quarterback. On the Steelers side of the ball, Deontay Johnson and George Pickens should be in your lineup as well in a good matchup. 
I have Deontay at 17. I have Pickens at 23. Uh, De- Deontay commanded target shares of 26% and 35% over the last two weeks. Two top 24 finishes for him. It does look like Kenny Pickett will play tonight. And I think, you know, Najee Harris and Jalen Warren, their RB3 flex plays uh, at the very best, not the best matchup for them either. A little bit of an update on Matthew Stafford. Sean McVay said that putting Matthew Stafford on IR is not an option right now. So that's good news. If he does miss this week, they have the bye week, bye week next week, and then hopefully he'll be back the following week. That's just speculation on my part, but that's the hope. So I'm holding on to my cup and Puka shares for now. Aaron Jones practiced in a non-contact red jersey on on Wednesday. Uh, this isn't what you want to hear if you were planning on starting Aaron Jones. I'm going to be very mindful of his practice status when I'm playing him. That's why he was ranked low last week. Unless he gets that full practice at some point, I will be very wary of putting him in my lineup if I have some other decent options. All right, let's hit on some running backs. I want to highlight some of the best matchups this week. Jonathan Taylor has one of the best matchups this week. Yes, Zach Moss has been stealing some work, but it seems like Taylor might have been dealing with something in the second half last year. He had a great, I'm sorry, last week. He had a great first half, and that's pretty much where all his production was. He was killing it. Um, but then for, for some reason, the second half was like all Zach Moss. And he did kind of tweet that ankle early, so like maybe that's why, but I don't know. He seems to be fine now, though. He gets Carolina, who has given up the most fantasy points to running backs over the last four weeks, the second most yards per carry to running backs this season. And running backs are averaging... touchdowns against them per game, which is the highest rate in the league. So he's my RB5 on the week, the highest that he's been so far this year. Saquon Barkley also has one of the best matchups this week against the Raiders. They've allowed the second most fantasy points to running backs over the last four weeks, the fifth most yards per carry to running backs this year, and the fifth most touchdowns per game to running backs. And teams have been targeting their running running backs against them at the ninth highest rate. Uh, as well. Barkley should be in for a good day. Daniel Jones is back, but let's cross our fingers here. Saquon's just been, been getting ridiculous volume right over the last couple of weeks since he's been, he's been back. So he's my RB4 on the week. Austin Eckler low-key has one of the best matchups as well. Usually we don't think of running backs having a good matchup against the Jets because they have a very good defense overall, but the Jets have given up the six most fantasy points to running backs over the last four weeks. While they're still allowing under four yards per carry, teams are able to rack up volume against them because they're just their offense just isn't good, right? Teams are averaging the third most running back carries against them, and that resulted in the eighth most rushing yards to running backs per game this year. They haven't given up any rushing touchdowns over the last four weeks, but they have given up a ton of production through the air, the third most receptions for running backs per game, and the sixth most receiving yards to running backs per game. So that's right in Austin Eckler's wheelhouse. So still have him as my RB3 this week, despite what might seem like a tough matchup. If you want to take another shot on Chuba Hubbard this week, it might be a good time to do that against the Colts. They're allowing the third most fantasy points to running backs over the last four weeks. They're solid at stopping the run, but this defense has uh, allowed teams to get into the red zone, right? Running backs have the six most red zone touches against them over the last four weeks, and it's resulted in the most rushing touchdowns given up during that time span, but they're also tied for the most rushing touchdowns allowed to running backs for the entire season. The Panthers also have a new play caller. Chuba had 71% of the rushing attempts this past week, according to Fantasy Life Utilization. Miles Sanders was a full participant in practice all of last week coming out to buy. He's been more, you know, Chuba's been more efficient than Sanders all year, and Frank Reich has acknowledged this changed. Frank Reich has, I can't talk, 
Frank Reich has acknowledged this change. Say that 10 times fast. And he's all, he's all, he also said that Chuba is getting the bulk of the carries the way that our run game is going, quote unquote. And then he said he's more physical. He's a downhill runner. But Miles is a great player, so we want to continue to mix it up. He also said over the course of the season, it can turn, but it's not guaranteed to turn, but it can turn. To me, it looks like Chuba will be the guy once again this week, so he's a low-end RB2 for me at home as my RB22 overall. The Bills haven't been a great run defense this year, and especially given that it seems like the Bengals' offense is back, I'm way more excited to have Joe Mixon in my lineup. Right? The Bills are allowing the third most yards per carry to running backs. They're allowing the seventh most receptions to the position and the fifth most yards per reception to running backs as well. All that has allowed other running backs to average their fifth most fantasy points against them over the last four weeks. The offense is clicking now. Last week it was clicking and Mixon averaged 5.44 yards per carry in San Francisco. First game above five yards per carry for him for the season. There is no running back in the NFL right now who is getting a higher share of their team's rushing attempts. So wheels up for him. Mixon is my RB12 on the week. All right, let's touch on some more running backs. I have Rashad White as a solid RB2 this week, really because he's been targeted at an extremely high rate over the last two weeks, and he's been getting it done in PPR. He's averaging 80% of snaps so far this year, 72% rap participation, which is amazing, and he's had two RB1 finishes over the last two weeks in PPR. The Texans have allowed the seventh most receptions I'm sorry, the Texans have allowed the seventh most yards per reception to running backs this year. Guys, if you're not subscribed to the podcast, please do so. Take a second. A lot of people listen to the podcast, but they're not subscribed. They haven't followed. They haven't hit the add button, the little plus sign on your podcast app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Please hit subscribe. It helps us out so much. And if you enjoy the podcast, if you can leave a five-star review, that would mean the world to us as well. I think both Dow Henderson and Royce Freeman are solid, like low-end RB2 starts this week. They're back-to-back in my rankings. I think the Rams will rely on the run game in this in this week, especially if Matthew Stafford is out. You want Stafford to play, obviously, for these guys. But if, if, he's, not, if he's not playing, you know, Green Bay, you know, they haven't looked great on offense. So this game can be pretty close. Um, and there could be some volume to go around between these two guys. They're giving up, the Packers are giving up the seventh most rushing yards to running backs per game and the sixth most receptions to running backs per game as well. I brought Tony Pollard down to 14 in my rankings this week. Maybe this is even too high, <laughs> to be honest, but like he has the upside of getting volume, but it's been rough for him. He hasn't received the volume that he should be receiving. He's also been relatively inefficient as well. Like the guy who's been like the most efficient running back last year. You know, one of the most efficient running backs over the last couple of seasons, you know, hasn't been great. You know, yards after contact, missed tackles, force. It hasn't really been good for him. He doesn't look like the same guy. He's I still have a little bit of faith in him, but it's tough based on his usage so far. We really need these close games for the Cowboys for him to rack up that volume. The game scripts have been all over the place for him, you know, and that's part of the reason why he's not performing. And, you know, again, this is not a good matchup for him this week against the Eagles overall. Uh, But the hope is that this game stays close and he can get some volume. All right. Uh, Looking at a few of these other running backs, you know, it's been, you know, I'm looking at Cleveland here, you know, Kareem Hunt, Jerome Ford. um, You know, these guys are, you know, it's tough because Pierre Strong's involved too. It was like a 30-30-30 split between these two guys pretty much percentage-wise, you know, in the work that they got, right? 
A couple of these guys are banged up. Not ideal, right? So I do have Kareem Hunt as my highest of all these guys. You know, this is a good matchup against Arizona, but we could see another three-way split here potentially, especially with Jerome Ford not completely 100% with that quote-unquote high ankle injury, right? They're at home against Arizona. The run game is their strong suit. So, like, having these guys in your lineup, especially Kareem Hunt, you know, I have him at 24. I have Ford at 27. You know, I think they, they, are, they are definitely fantasy development this week, but you're kind of hoping for that that touchdown, you know, from, from Kareem Hunt especially. That's who I think they're going to give the ball to when they do get down there, okay? Um, Amari Demercado, probably the last week that you can use him. Uh, James Conner should be back next week. Uh, you know, in Cleveland, not ideal. He is their primary early down back. Does this game stay close? I don't know. Deshaun Watson is practicing, so it's possible that they do go up on Arizona at home. I have him at my as my RB30, so he's a flex play at best. I liked him a lot more last week. He got volume, didn't really come through uh, because he didn't score. Also wasn't really involved in the receiving game a whole lot. They actually had, you know, Keontae Ingram running a lot more routes than Amari DiMercato out of nowhere. So I don't know. You know, I'm not a big fan, but if you need some volume, if you're desperate, you can throw them in your lineup. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast let's see i think that's pretty much all i got for running backs for now uh if you want my full rankings you can go to upperhandfantasy.com uh, my rankings are up zach's rankings are up tyler's rankings are up there and then we also have like a consensus rankings too that kind of combines all of them you can kind of see where all of our heads at you know, for the most part, going into this week for all of the positions. They already have been updated uh, as of whenever you listen to this show. And they get updated daily as well going into Sunday. Okay, so as we hear news, uh, as I do more analysis, all that kind of stuff, we're doing that throughout the week, and you'll see that being updated throughout as well. Okay, um, I want to hit on quarterbacks, you know, real quick. You kind of know where the guys you're starting, right, for the most part. Um, this Kansas City Miami game, you know, is definitely something, you know, a game that could be high scoring, but a lot of these Chiefs games, we've seen them low scoring. Um, so that that could be a possibility. That game is uh, you know, overseas in Germany. Okay, so that should be a fun game to watch on Sunday morning. 
Um, so I'm looking forward to that. I do have Patrick Mahomes as my number one ranked quarterback this week. I have Josh Allen at number two against Cincinnati. That game as well, like the Buffalo Cincinnati game, uh, Sunday night. So we're getting a primetime game uh, Sunday morning, which is going to be awesome. We have a primetime game at night, which is Josh Allen against, uh, a, you know, the, a new Joe Burrow who I have at number five this week. That's going to be awesome. And then, you know, the Eagles and Dallas game, that's going to be a great game to watch as well. You know, that's, you know, in in the later window on Sunday. We have a, a couple of really awesome games this week. So I do have Lamar at number three, Hurts at number four, Burrow at number five. I will not blame you if you want to play Joe Burrow over Hurts, but the rushing upside is just too good, right, for Jalen Hurts. That tush push is, you know, the chance that he scores a rushing touchdown, you know, is relatively high, right? So it's tough to you know, bench him for somebody who, you know, Burrow did have a bunch of sneaks last year as well, right? So that's something to consider uh, if you are considering playing Joe Burrow in what should be a high-scoring game between the Bengals and the Bills. Our sponsor for this episode is Better Vision. It's an app that allows you to keep track of all of your bets in one place. If you have accounts on all of these different sports books, you have to switch between them to see whether you're up or not. You lose track of where you play certain bets, and it gets confusing, but not anymore not with better vision. All of your bets are tracked in one place. And not only that, the best part is better vision will let you know which betting platforms have the best odds for certain bets. All right. So if you like a play, normally you will look through all of your apps one by one to see what which one has the best odds. Uh, and then you end up playing on that app. But why not have a side-by-side comparison all on one screen within one app? And then you just click on the bet that you want to make within better vision and you're good to go. Okay, go check it out. It's completely free. Go to bettervision.us or go to the App Store and search Better Vision. That's better with an O. So B-E-T-T-O-R Vision in the App Store today. I have two at six. I have Dak this week at seven. You know, he looked really good last week. They have been up and down, obviously. But Philly's secondary is absolutely brutal. So there is a good chance that Dak can do his thing this week. They are going into Philly. This is a division game, so you just never know what's going to happen. Um, so, but I do have him at seven. I'm putting in a little. I'm putting in a little faith in Dak Prescott this week to continue and build off of what he did last week. Okay, a um, couple guys you can throw into your lineup if you need to. C.J. Stroud against Tampa. It's a decent matchup. I have him at nine this week. There are uh, several really good teams on by, so keep that in mind with all these rankings. Uh, I have Derek Carr at 10 against Chicago at home. This will be the highest Derek Carr has ever been in my rankings, honestly, ever, like not just this year. Um, Sam Howell in New England at 11. He's another streamer. Gardner Minshew against Carolina. Uh, I have him at 12. I, I know there's a bit, there's a lot of you know quarterback streaming questions this week. These, are, these guys that I'm mentioning are all streamers. They just happen to end up being near the low end QB one mark because, you know, several teams that are out this week on bye, they happen to make up the top 12 quarterbacks. Um, Baker Mayfield at 13, Kyler Murray at 14. If he ends up starting, you know, I have him here I kind of as a placeholder. You can obviously, you probably want to trust him more than Baker and Gardner and that sort of thing, but it is his first game back and he's going into Cleveland. So not the best matchup in the world, right? Uh, I have Gino at 15. Uh, I got to take Desmond Ritter out of my rankings. I, I, it seems like Desmond Ritter has been benched uh, just for one week, apparently. Like their head coach is, is a funny guy. Okay, so Taylor Heineke, uh, it will be getting the start against Minnesota. He's probably going to be somewhere around here, 15 or 16, uh, ahead of Daniel Jones, ahead of Will Levis. Will Levis is like the upside play, uh, like I mentioned earlier, if you want him. Uh, and Bryce Young against Indy. 
that might be a little bit low for Bryce Young. Like you might have a little bit more confidence in him than you do, you know, like a guy like Geno Smith, for example, or Baker, right? So I wouldn't blame you if you wanted to start Bryce Young at home against Indy in what should be a decent matchup for him. Okay. Uh, it's funny how Jordan Love, you know, fell so so far in the rankings. He had he started the season out with some really, really good fantasy finishes and then just fizzled out after that. Um that's pretty much what I have for, for quarterbacks this week. Like, you know, to be honest with you, like the matchups like don't really matter a whole lot, particularly this week, right? You kind of the matchups kind of matter more so when you get to these streaming options, and none of them have like these amazing matchups, right? You look at Sam Howell against in New England, not great. Gardner Minshew at Carolina, not amazing. Baker at Houston, not like nothing crazy. Kyler at Cleveland, you know, if he ends up playing, I don't know if he's playing this week. Geno at Baltimore, not amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like the good matchup is probably like Taylor Heineke at home against Minnesota, right? Uh, Will Levis going into Pittsburgh, like not ideal scenario, but like the matchup is decent, right? So it's a little tough, a little tough sledding for QB streamers this week. It's going to, I think we're going to be surprised, you know, at the end of Sunday to see how these guys ended up finishing this week, right? Um I want to mention our newsletter before we sign off today. I don't know what what happened in our newsletter. Some so we we hit like a snag or a bug or something where it included some like really old news in our newsletter. I don't know what the hell happened, but usually, you know, nine out of ten times newsletter is on point. Okay, <laughs> so go check that out. Uh, upperhandfantasy.com. Check out our rankings there, uh, as well as our trade charts. Uh, we have some trade. Uh, trade. We have trade charts that Tyler creates, but also we have trade articles as well. So you can go check that out. The the newsletter, sign up for that for free to your email inbox every single day. We got some good stuff in there. Okay. Um, that's pretty much it, guys. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for uh, supporting the show. And we'll see you back tomorrow. Me and Zach are going to be doing wide receivers and tight ends. See you later. Bye-bye. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 